Welcome to the Yeah Buddy Experience podcast. If you're looking for a podcast to motivate you and get you on track to overcoming obstacles and challenges, this podcast is definitely for you. Get ready for powerful and inspirational goodness brought to you by your hosts, Mike and Johnny. Yeah, buddy! And we're back again, Johnny. We're back. Yes, man. And today is what? Episode 19, man. Episode 19, mate. Um, a lot going on in the world at the minute. So, yeah, it's. Um, I'm sure we could fill up a lot of episodes with a lot of stuff, but it's uh, trying to get older people these days. Difficult. <laughs> um, trying to get uh, guests to come on the show. Difficult. Well, we've got a few in the pipeline, so that's that's cool. I think the most important thing today was probably just to catch up on how things with yourself, how things with mm. me, and then to to see where we're going next in terms of guests going forward. There's we've got a few. I, I spoke to a few people that um, have some very interesting stories. So do watch this space when we do um, episode twenty and twenty one and stuff of that nature. Yeah. But um, how's life, man? Uh, life's cool. Everybody's getting back to normal, but I think through this whole pandemic lockdown everything else everybody's been saying oh yeah um we need to do this to get back to normal yeah listen normal's done stop saying let's get back to normal or it will be a couple of months before we get back to normal normal's done if you can't read between the lines and see what's going on how are we going down that way no we're not going down that way (laughs) i'm telling you now months ago yeah we start hard and fast months and months and months ago one of my friends said it to me Someone in my family said it to me. As soon as COVID's done, yeah, the word terrorism will be all over the news. Which is yeah, yeah. It's quite funny you say that. Quite funny, yeah, yeah. Lo and behold, what well, we do, yeah, we we have the the stuff that's happening in Afghanistan, which, yeah, it, it, it's it's um it's sketch beyond belief. All that stuff is even the Joe Biden stuff. It's it's um, yeah. I don't know. Don't get me started on that because I, well, I no, just... the, the, what I've been up to. Okay, <laughs> so you're trying to get this good feeling, this good vibe. Yeah, I tell you what, you will always have a good feeling and a good vibe. So, from a mental health perspective, after everything that's happened, go out, enjoy the fresh air, yeah. which is a bonus. Of course, um, get back in the gym. So we've been back in the gym. So that's another thing that I've been doing recently, consistently. Yeah, back on the grind is being back in the gym. So with the gym that I go to. Um, we were doing 50 minute slots. Okay, yeah. So you have to wipe everything down after you use it. You get your 50 minutes and then you go out for 10 minutes. They re- they clean it. You can book to come straight back in. Yeah. But then you have that, that little 10 minute break. Okay, yeah. Um, when people are working and you've got lunch breaks and all sorts of different things, a 10 minute warm up, as you know, makes so much difference. Of course it does, yeah. yeah. It gets your muscles uh, primed, it gets you ready, it gets exactly. you supple and nice and flexible. So since the gym's reopened yep. and we can go in whenever we want, we don't Willy have nilly. to book and you can just stay as long as you want, then I'm consistently back there, which is a good thing. So for my mental health, um, specifically, it's been a great thing. So for the majority of people, then I can only imagine that it's been a good thing for them as well. Yep. So, but th- th- I say... It's a good thing, but you're still, even when you're in the gym now, you're expected to wipe everything down and still go one way. Okay, well, the one-way stuff, yeah, that it depends on which gym you go to, but the mm. cleaning stuff, for me, that is a blessing that we've had. Uh, I'm going to say it's the pandemic, but it's a blessing that that has been the kind of uh, feelings and thoughts thereafter in terms mm. of clean your fucking kit, man. Because I've gone to so many gyms where you've got these hardback brothers sweating like it's Christmas time and then just leave the bench and then you have to go up there with oh, yeah. your tissue and then have to clean it down. Yeah. So for me, if someone's cleaning it pre, 
and pose, good on you. Mm -hmm. And for me, that is a blessing because there's so many viruses that are left in the gym, not mm -hmm. just this, this pandemic itself, yeah. but other viruses that are left and people are just leaving them and passing it from person to person. So for me, it's a good thing. The one-way system, I go to the gym in, um, in Slough, the, the gym group. And that's the kinda, blue one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. practically do what you want in that gym, you know, clean if you want, rock up in, in shoes if you want, if you want to come barefooted, do what you need, um, which I'm against a lot of that shit, but people are cleaning, which is for me is one of the most important things. So I get you on the one-way mm. system because that's a bit stupid. Even the mask stuff. Mm. I went to a few David Lloyds and Virgin Active and they want you as you enter the gym, i.e. the reception area, wear a mask, go to the change room with the mask. And then when you get to the gym floor, take the mask off, mm -hmm. which for me makes no sense. Because the same people that I've entered the gym with, who were at the reception area, will probably be walking around in the gym. So how does that work? Either we go all on, so we're in the gym with the mask on, or we just say, hey, come in, man. Walk in, walk around. It's um, it's each of their own, isn't it? There's going to yeah. be different rules. You go to a pub or restaurant, they've got different rules on what you wear, what you need to do to get in. So it's specific to each gym that you go to. But like I say, that's that's a massive factor in my life, just being able to go. Okay, to the gym. Because you were doing home workouts at one stage, weren't you? I was doing home workouts in the garden. Uh, yeah. um, but I mean, that, so instantly, when we went into the beginning of the um, the pandemic, everything was, uh, what do you call it? Heightened. So, I said before, I went for a leisurely drive to Basingstoke. Okay. To go to a gym store. Okay, to buy a kit. To buy a kit. Your prices through the roof. Prices were through the yeah, roof, buddy. and they hardly had anything left anyway. I could have told you from time. Yeah, they hardly had anything left. So, I got what I could for a gym. Um, home setup. For yeah. a home setup, and I'm glad it was sold out because uh, I would have spent yeah, I'm sure. a shitload of money yeah, in I'm there. Sure, oh, I need that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't really need it. But I'm going to get it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I did a couple of gym um, home workouts um, with my brothers, and um, they're in great shape. Yeah, yeah. So I was trying to keep up with them, and I was thinking I'm never going to look like they do with this stuff that I've got in the um, in the garden. Okay. I need the whole shebang. The whole shebang. <laughs> yeah. So it quickly fell by the wayside. But it was it was there. Yeah. I bought a bike. Um, a spin bike or a cycle bike? No, a cycle bike. Okay, yeah, yeah. The same as everyone else did yeah, 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 during yeah. lockdown. And I went on a few bike rides. But then since we've been opening up again... Oh, bike goes to one side. Bike goes in the shed. Yeah, but that's why if you, if you were smart... I'm not going to knock you on this one, but if you were smart before the pandemic, oh, yeah, you already have your stash. Because for me, when, when they said, oh, you can't go to the gym, I was like, okay, no, it's worth We've got a storage room. We have everything. Like you've got barbells, you've got bench, you've got um, kettlebells, vipers. My bike's there. I've got two like um, cycle bikes. Mm. So I hooked up one of the bikes to a turbo trainer mm -hmm. and I made it my own little Peloton. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, the Pelotons with yeah, the screen yeah. and the spin. Turn it around, got the TV screen. It's the same sort of thing. So it's just kind of, Ahead of time, man. You're supposed to be on, on, on ball, man. On well, ball. Well, on I'm job. I'm there now anyway. So on that, job. It didn't really matter, mate. But yeah, I'm there now. But going, yeah. So going back to this, um, this Afghanistan. Yes, thing. yes, 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 yes. So what my point was, if we're going to go back to normal, that's never going to happen. Uh-huh. The news is just the perpetual cycle of gloom fear. and doom. Yeah, no, no. It, it, and fear. It is fear. So it's, it's essentially fear. fear porn. And okay. <laughs> that's what I call it. <laughs> So it's basically, they're not going to post stories about good stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. good times. Um, even if you see a story about cases are going down, you'll read the next article in the same paper. Where cases are going up. And cases up are going and, up. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, what is, we've lost track of anything that's truth now. 
But that, they're doing that on, that, that's the intention, isn't it? The intention is to constantly leave you confused where mm. you're not too sure who to believe. You know, even though you've got maybe scientists or doctors telling you one thing and it's like, can I trust the doctor? No, no, I probably should trust the doctor. I should trust an influencer because somehow they may know more. And that's what's happening at the moment. So you're having all these views and all these opinions um, taking precedent of the real information which we're probably not even getting anyway. Mm. So I don't know. I, for me, I, I find I'm with you on that. It's, it's very much scaremongering and, and fear projected with everything. The Afghanistan thing is just one thing that had to come in to kind of keep you in that that bubble of fear. Well, it's it, this is my point. Don't watch the news. It's very hard now, not to. Now, listen, if I wasn't doing a podcast, yes, um, I wouldn't really pay any attention mm-hmm. to any of it. Um but again, everything that I look at just always ties itself into history. Mm-hmm. And you start looking backwards to understand where you're going when you're going forwards. Yeah, what's the forwards going to look like or the, the future's going to look yeah. like? Yeah. And I found myself getting frustrated with so many people having so many conversations with family, friends mm-hmm. about what I see. Yeah. And they just don't see what I see. And then I speak to like minded people that do see what I see. And I always end up asking the question is, well, how, why is it that I can read between the lines yeah. and see that this is partly fabricated, this is a lie, this is bullshit, did you know that this this is declassified? Go and have a look at it, read yeah. it, I'm not making it up, it's true. Um, unless it's on the BBC, ITV or Sky. No one's taking notice of it. No this. one takes any notice yeah. of it. But it, it's weird you say that because there's a lot of intelligent people who are kind of just blindsided mm. by the stuff but but now it's weird I, I i've got to the mindset where i don't talk about stuff to people but that's before, the, that's it yeah. yeah before i was kind of going oh man what's force of this or that and then you get into debates and you get quite heated you know mm-hmm. people saying oh you're you're into this conspiracy and this and that and you're like no not really if you just look at this article and this article what do you notice is mm-hmm. and people then go no 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 you're reading too deep into it and then i spoke to my dad who's my dad's similar to yourself in terms of his eyes are open mm-hmm. and we have conversations we had a good chat a couple of days back where we ended up laughing on the phone because it was kind of like this is quite obvious and people are not seeing this and i can't remember what it was to do with religion or something like that mm-hmm. and we were just kind of laughing about it and, and he was just like it's one of those things that you're going to meet some people who are like-minded those people are cool but then the others you just got to kind of distance away yeah, you can't re-educate everyone the, you the, can't the thing that i don't like about that is that there's people that we grew up with um and there's people that we're close to that i'm now looking at and i'm thinking what seriously and then uh, <laughs> an example of that, well an example of that because i don't know her yeah um a way of explaining that is jennifer aniston okay yes yes and recently what she said i didn't catch what right, she said so she said in the mainstream so yeah. in the public eye um, that she's starting to distance herself from anti-vaxxers okay. and friends that she's known for years yep. that don't have a view the same that's the same as hers. And I'm like, well, if they, if they don't want to get vaccinated, it's their own choice. Doesn't mean that they're anti-vaxxers. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they're skeptics. It's the word which we like to use. Yeah. Um, I think it's only recently been forced through. I think the Pfizer um, vaccination has recently just been approved by the FDA. Okay. Within the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but even then, why has that been rushed through for for approval? Yeah, it, it's very odd. But with Jennifer Aniston, her saying that it just filters down because, like we said, with influencers and everything else, yeah, yeah, young yeah. people and um, like-minded people want to be like the superstars. Of course. So if she's saying that, then logically, what are, what are they going to do? They're going to follow suit. They're going to follow suit. Yeah. But I'm thinking to myself, if that's your opinion, keep it to yourself. What, 
let people make their own mind up. What yeah. you're doing is you're swaying opinion. Of course you are. There's you're only dividing. one. Re- yeah, 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 you're, you're dividing. dividing. So um, the reason I say there's people that I grew up with and there's family and you just start looking at them differently. Why should we? Because what, 19, 20 months ago, yeah. they were cool. And the only thing that's different is this pandemic. No, no, of course. I'm with you. I, I've, I, I don't know. When you said, oh, their friends and family, and part of me was kind of going, fuck it. Like, if they don't want to talk to me, they don't want to talk to me. That's mm. how it is, which is not the right attitude to have. But then just certain things like that, I think if you're not big enough and smart enough to, to realise that we shouldn't be losing your friendship over this, then I don't know where we can stand going forward. Yeah, but this affects everybody. So this is global. But I still don't know so where this we isn't, can stand. <laughs> yeah, this isn't, oh, um, my uncle supports Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I support Arsenal. So I'm not going to speak to him. No, no, of course. I'm pissed it, off with him. It's a lot more yeah, deeper th- than that. Th- yeah, this yeah. is affecting everybody in the of world. Course. So like football teams, like I just said, Tottenham, Arsenal, there's a divide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, religion, Christianity, another divide. Yeah, yeah. Islam, there's a divide. Yeah. Um, politics, left, right. Yep. Conservative, Labour. Yeah. Da, da, da. yeah, yeah. There's a divide. It's like every single um, gay, straight. Yep. There's a divide. Everything that we're being fed, male, female, there's male, a divide. Yeah, yeah, everything that we're being fed at the minute is division. Is seemingly yeah to cause a division. There's no working together, and then when people try and work together, yeah, it's destabilized, it's shut down. But that's the way it works, though. The system works like that. The system is very much built on division. Division is good, like greed is good, but division is good. It's very much of if I'm against you, mm. you're against me. All of our attention is here and there. Yeah, we are not seeing this. We're not then going, what the fuck is going on yeah, there? So what, what you're saying what, is it's not good. What is? Division's not good. No, no, what I'm, you're saying is it's good for... Yeah, no, of course it's good for them. Yeah, for me, for I, I'm an individual like yourself, mm. but and we are under the ruling of, of the higher powers, yes. But for me, I'm very much in the same boat as you. Is The division is, it's good for them. It keeps us in that bracket where we don't communicate. If we are working collectively, things mm. change. Things change very quickly. Mm-hmm. But because there's so much division, oh, black guy, white guy... Um, your nationality, it's going to constantly keep us at a point where we're always against each other. Mm -hmm. So we never really see that we're all humans on this fucking planet. Mm -hmm. And that if we work together, we could change this. Mm -hmm. We can make this a better place. You have more money, I have more money, rather than you have a billion and I have nowhere near that. Well, what was it? I think it's 3.7 trillion? Uh, That might be stupid. That might be, quote me on that. Is that the money we've spent? No, 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 no. no. Um, The separation in... From the wealthy okay. to the normal, working class and the poor. So okay. that divide during the pandemic, I think it, it's either 3.7 billion or 3.7 trillion. In terms of how much it's grown for them. And how side. much it's grown for them yep. and dropped for us. Yep. So collectively, we've lost 3.7. It was a money grab. Yeah, and they've gained yeah, yeah, 3.7. Because for me, I was listening to the news, which we were trying to say, don't listen to the news. Mm. But they were just talking about the government came out and they were talking about um, the contracts that were given. Mm. And they were saying, oh, we need to look into these contracts because a lot of these contracts are dodgy. And I'm kind of going, wait a second, you knew about these contracts from time because a lot of the people who have shares in these companies Mm -hmm. are your friends and family. So this is very much a money grab. And hey, if I be um, truthful and I be very honest, if it it was me and I was in that power, I probably would have done the same thing. Well, I know that's quite hard. That is quite hard. But for me, I probably would have done. I probably would have said, you know what, Johnny, I'm going to give you a shout Buy some Put face it this masks, way. I used to work. Home. I used to work at a phone shop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And all my friends had phones. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. My bad. Just say my bad. There you go. Bad. That's all I'm saying. 
but I'm not going to say what but, but that's how it should work though for me if, if I'm in that power position I know it sounds terrible because for me I'm very much of let's let's unite let's be fair but if I was in that power base and I had the opportunity to say okay I'm on 10 million and I can jump it to 30 to 40 also I can get Johnny in and a few others mm. that's what I'm doing yeah, that's, you're gonna do that. But yeah, it, that's it, you do. it's not fair and it's not don't nice. Don't do that and then print in the media that cases are going up and this is happening and you need to do this, but we're not gonna do it and we're gonna go and do what we want until we get caught. Yeah. Uh, the Matt Hancock stuff. <laughs> He's a legend. He is. Yeah, when he got caught. Um, <laughs> but I think they set him up, you know. No, this is what I'm saying. So he either got set up or he was in on it. No, I think he got set so up. So the woman that uh, was in the video as well, she works for some kind of um, oh, marketing firm. Okay. Her job is spin. Okay. Right? That's her job. <laughs> but she's getting caught on camera. Yeah. But even, the health they, secretary. but even they said where the camera was positioned was just a very unusual And he spot. was leaning up against the door and it was right there. He was in and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, look, is this... The, the, when I saw it happen, I thought to myself, right, they've set this up. Yeah, a bit of distraction. Yeah, because his wife doesn't seem too bothered and concerned. Yeah. Okay. Um, they've since been spotted at the same resort together. Oh, him and the wife? Yeah, not together but on the same resort, which is miles away from where they live. Okay. But they're both there at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then this woman's come out of nowhere, like Dr. Spin, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And then they get caught on a camera. So I was like, right, he's got all of this public outrage about contracts for friends mm -hmm. and all this other stuff that's going on. Let's get him out, right? We're starting to lose face. Yeah. With, we say do one thing, but we all do another. Completely doing the opposite, yeah. Yeah, we need to get them back on side. Matt's done his job. Throw him to the wolves. Let's throw him to the wolves yep. publicly. Yeah. But behind the scenes, we'll all barbecue. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I think he's going to come back in, in, into exactly. a prominent position. Get in another, a of, yeah, you another. get another prominent position. Of course. So he's gone. Let's get someone else in now, which will say we're going to end lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is what I'm doing. Because instantly... Oh, Javid. In, yeah, Javid's yeah, Javid's, Javid's in. Javid's in the position. And the first thing he said was, I'm not going to delay the lockdown. Yeah, we want people so in, out. So instantly, he's a good guy. Oh, well, he's a hero. He's a hero. We got yeah. Javid in now. Javid's Javid's all our team. Exactly. You know so that's that all other guy. No, no, of course. But for me, you know, what it is it, it's a, it's a playbook mm. they're running. They're, they're running a play. But the funny thing is, it's poorly done. And if you were, I don't know, for me, if you were in power, the Labour Party, all these other parties, you would be able to sit down and say, look, I'm going to show the public the playbook, mm -hmm. and then from you guys, you can now start voting with your feet. And let's make a change, you know? Because for me, it's poorly done. All of it's poorly done. You know, if, if the virus was that bad to the point where, oh, guys, we need to still be following the guidelines, you know, we should be uh, wearing masks and all the other stuff. Why is everything open like it is now? Because it feels very much, a lot of things feel very much like there was no pandemic. Well, literally. So I, I get on the bus. I got on the bus the other day and some people weren't wearing masks and stuff and it's just all fine. I'm sitting again. if it was that serious, people would be... Well, it is serious. Cases are going up. Man, I, I, I don't. I try the certain stuff on the news I listen to. I listen to LBC in the morning because mm. it, it's in the background, so it's always just in the background when I'm doing stuff. But I try not to let it sink in my brain too much at the yeah. moment. So when we watch the news, we watch it objectively to see what they're saying, and obviously you do research elsewhere, yeah, yeah. and then you make a, an objective decision on what your idea of what's happening is so when i say don't watch the news that's what i mean yeah don't watch it and believe it of word course, for yeah. word yeah, yeah, yeah. you just watch it to time like put, lick your finger put it in the air see which way the wind's blowing today yeah. and what the idea is but you're saying that people should be able to see this this is the issue 
99% of people don't. No, 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 100%. So when you're saying they're not doing it very well, yeah. they may not be. Yeah. But the 99% are not aware of that. But, I, you know, it's not they're not aware of it. I think their attention is so... It's so everywhere. You mm. know, your, everything that we do is tracked. Everything. Mm-hmm. Your Amazon, your Netflix, your just interactions on your phone, everything's tracked, vying for your attention. Mm. So I think in our brains, you have to obviously channel, channel out or funnel out all the noise to kind of get to the point. And with stuff like that and, and figuring out what's true from false, you have to funnel out the noise and, and mm-hmm. kind of, and zoning a lot of people not doing that. They mm. want to know what's happening on Love Island. Mm. They want to know what's happening on EastEnders. You know, football teams, Arsenal, Man United, I want to watch that. So it becomes the most important things, which all those things I've just mentioned have no effect on your life, literally. Mm-hmm. But, but that's what people take as well, president. This, yeah, but this is where we are. This is where... Uh, <sighs> What do they call it? The well, division again mm-hmm. um, of humanity, because globally, as a species, mm-hmm. um, we should all be in this together. Yes. Right. But we're not. So people only can care about what affects them directly. Of course. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, you've got people on benefits. Yep. Um, middle class, working class. And then you've got the upper class, um, quite fortunate, whether it's been family wealth that's been passed down. Or you've or done it off your own back. You've, you've, you've done it off your own yeah. back. So you've got three different varying opinions there coming from each of those groups. Um, but it's only when... It affects you. It affects you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start to care and give a shit. No, no, 100%. Because we, we saw that with, as you said, the, the universal credit. They, mm-hmm. they took it back down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you then have uh, the issue with Brexit and stuff. Before it was like, oh yeah, vote to leave, vote to leave, send those immigrants back. And then now you go to Sainsbury's and Tesco's and the shelves are empty. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't get water and stuff like that. You can't get food from the shelves. And there's issues with Nando's and KFC and stuff. Now people are getting a bit more effective and they're kind of going, okay, maybe that Brexit decision wasn't the right one. Well, tie it in with Brexit, tie it in with um, the pandemic. Yeah. But again, so this isn't what I believe. I'm just telling you what I've heard. So... The likes of Crazy Man David Icke. Okay, yes, yes, yes. For instance. They right? throw that brother under the bus all yeah, the time. So, <laughs> at the beginning of the pandemic, yeah. he said there's going to be vaccine passports. Yep. Yeah. And there's going to be food shortages. Okay. Right. Both of those are true. Ridiculed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a conspiracy theorist. Yep. Get your tinfoil hats out. Don't listen to what he says. Let's take him off the internet because he's a danger to society. Let's get rid of him. Blah, blah, blah. Shoot him down. 18 yeah. months later. No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. For me, as I said, all of it, it sounds sketch. But then the issue I have with this stuff is I always want to find some sort of solution to this. And <laughs> there is no real solution. The solution is to fall in line. Well, yeah, well, I'm not falling in line with none of that stuff. But for me, I just find that's the only issue always going in my head. Like It's like one of those bad films where you watch it and you kind of go, and, okay, something's going to happen now and it's going to change. But we are in this thing where we're just we're, we're following a line and we are stuck on the line. Mm. There is actually no getting off the line. The only way you get off the line is you completely destabilise the system, you blow up the House of Parliament, and then we start all over again. But that's not going to happen. That's too drastic. It's too insane for us to get a movement. If anyone's listening who is interested in doing a movement, I'm on it. <laughs> well, but listen, there's plenty of movements, but they're getting squashed left, right and centre. Because I would be on that. Because I'm, I'm actually, that's one of the, the film ideas I'm trying to work on at the moment, is to have something like that. Similar to uh, V from Vendetta and, and even the whole Guy Fawkes situation where you destabilise and then we rebuild and we restart. Obviously, there will be massacres and well, Listen, as they say... The but gov- from conflict... Comes... 
It's Premium on the fucking spot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because I've used that quite a lot. From conflict comes opportunity. But yeah. there you go. Opportunity to, to do better, to actually rebuild. Oh, but there will be the opportunity to do even worse. But there, there will be the opportunity for us to build better, create better, and Ooh. actually have a what, better build lifestyle. back better? What my Crowley uh, knows? Uh, that's a conspiracy. Uh, I mean, that's not, another uh, one of them. Build back better and the Great Reset. Yeah, well, that's funny because you showed me. Um, you said that mm. a while back. I said it a long time ago. But again, these and, are these are all conspiracies. Yeah, but they're now coming to fruition. No, no, they're not coming to fruition. They're they're actual things that the government are talking about collectively. Yeah. Um, the Great Reset. You can go online. You can research it. You can look at it. But pre eighteen months ago. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it was a conspiracy yeah, theory. Yeah, you're, 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 um, you're a crazy ri- person. You're ridiculed for talking yeah, about 100%. it. But but now it's happening. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not, I've not decided on my mind up on it yet. But it's the fact that so many people are just so quick to say, when you initially tell them anything, yeah. that's a conspiracy. They, and then when it happens, they're like, that's a coincidence. And okay. it's like, how many coincidences are there going to be? No, no, of course, of course. But we, I think you're always going to be in that situation because I've had, so we go into the vaccine, I've had arguments with people about the vaccine. I'm in this uh, group, the, the black mental health group, and it's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And for me, if I, if I could go back maybe six months ago when I got the vaccine, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't have it. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got the two shots because of the stuff that I've, I've listened to thereafter. You're kind of going... It makes it didn't make any sense in the first place, but I was thinking my grandmother's had it, my mum's had it, my whole of the McLeish side of the family's had it. Mm. So I'm gonna fall in line. <laughs> there you go. Then I switched to my dad, and my dad was like, "You're on crack. We're going to the hospital now. We're gonna see if we can get that stuff out your your arm." And I'm like, no, "It doesn't work like that, you know. It doesn't work like that." We don't know what it is. Of course not. And especially with but them saying you need to get a booster after six months. I'm seeing again a booster for what? Let's um let's flatten the curve. Let's vaccinate the elderly. And then let's crack on. And then you can see what's happened since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, of course, of course. Where well, it'd be interesting to us, I was going to say it's interesting, but everything's all, all friggin' filtered and, and, well, I'm seeing, and covered up. I'm seeing doctors, um, renowned scientists from all different sorts of institutions that are... That are um, coming out with stuff. That are coming out with stuff. Yeah. But 19 months ago, if they wrote papers and articles, they'd be um, lauded. Yeah, and they'd yeah, be on the front page of Science Weekly or whatever it's called and this, that and the other. But those, same, crazy. Yeah, those yeah. same scientists are saying things and they're being ridiculed and deplatformed. Yeah. And it's like, and then you've got other people saying, oh, you can't believe them because, and I've just heard what the government scientist has said. And I'm like, that's, that's a dangerous path because that's just, even if you do agree with what the, the yeah. mainstream says, you, you literally, we're being led in a direction whereby one person says something and that's the BN be all and end all and you have to go with what they said there's no other narrative you're not allowed to look anywhere else that's just how it is yeah it's just how it is um oh what was it um there was this chap what's his name stevanovich okay uh peter stevanovich have you seen any of the stuff that he's done so he released the video on twitter not so long ago um, and it was basically detailing all of the lies okay. that Boris Johnson's ever told in Parliament. But he's, he's told shitloads. He's told shitloads. Yeah, shitloads. Um, and then I can't remember the name of the lady um, that got pulled over, the black lady, the MP. Uh, Labour um, MP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, shit, shit. Not Dawn something, is it? It is Dawn, Dawn something. Why did I say Dawn Bennett? But it's not Dawn Bennett. Dawn Butler. Is it Dawn Butler? I think it's Dawn Butler. Have a look. Uh, well, she brought it up. Okay, in the house. Oh, she had to leave, didn't she? Yeah. 
So yeah. she brought it up in the house um, and she was like, I'm j we're, we're sick of this. Like the prime minister's been caught out lying so many times. Tom Butler. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the speaker of the house was like, apologize. Yeah. Like retract that statement. Yep. And she's like, I'm not retracting it because it's true. Yep. Like he's factually. But it's the way it's set up, though. Yeah. It's, it's the way their rules are set up. You're not allowed. That's it. Yeah. To say to someone that you're you're lying. Yeah. Which is insane. So you're allowed to lie. <laughs> but then you can't you can't say I've I've got evidence. Yeah. That shows that this guy's lying. We but don't we don't care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get but out. Get it's, out. It's a rigged system. It's it's a it's a rigged system. Yeah. Come on. So it's that it's that main point. Yeah. Is that we've got one mouthpiece. Yep. And they're telling you this is the truth. They're telling you this is the truth. Yep. Yeah. Without it, you being able to go and research or do anything any, anywhere else, um, and it, it just that baffles me. I think thirty-two million people have seen this video. Uh, which one? When she has to uh, leave? The, no, the Stevanovich video. So okay. the original video that she was referencing. Yeah, yeah. Thirty-two million people have seen that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I still, to this day, I don't think it's even been discussed on the BBC. No, I've not heard it on LBC in the morning. They, they don't. They're, they're yeah. very selective with their topics. But yeah. all these places are going to be selective with their topics. They have if you. I, I saw something which was quite interesting with, um, I think it was on uh, Instagram, and they were showing a story on, the same story was played out on every single um, TV station, on news station, word for word, everything. Mm. But then it's the same on every station here, the BBC, Sky, it's the same news you get on each station. It's TV channel. It's the same stuff. Huh? It's television. No, but it's the same in terms of like, it's the same story. Yeah, but it's, that's, that's my point, it's television. Give me a different story. They've got scripts. You're, you're BBC, I'm Sky. Let's have a different but story. But we've got the same script. It's the same shit. We're all owned narrative. by the same group of guys. Yeah, who yeah? are pushing in an agenda. But instantly, that's a conspiracy. Yeah. So you're shut down in your conversation. So there is no... Um, there is a collective consciousness, but when you try and engage with people, mm -hmm. they instantly shut you down of course. because of those buzzwords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it triggers something in their mind where it says, mm -hmm. nope. Don't let him go any further. Can't have that conversation. He's crazy. Let's mm -hmm. move on. Exactly. No, no, you're, you're right, but that's that's how it is. I think maybe deep down they've they figured out. Simmons, what you said with buzzwords. The more you say it, the more it, it goes into certain parts of our brain, and and automatically it fires off some certain neurons, and then then before you know it, mm. we then get um, either we comply to something, or or yeah, you're repelled mm -hmm. by something. I'm sure there is. I'd love to know about the studies to do with the brain and stuff, but. That would probably get too deep, and I probably wouldn't be able to learn that stuff. Well, it's, um, <laughs> That's why I stick to films. Yeah, the mechanics <laughs> of the brain. It's fascinating. I mean, it's, there, it's there to be manipulated, isn't it? A hundred and ten percent. I always say the brain named itself, uh, which is a crazy thing. Yeah. Um, but the way people use that, and there's pressure points, and mm -hmm. again, even what we're talking, what we're talking about now, ten years ago, when you talk to your friend and you're saying, do you know, you know, when we were talking about, you've been to the gym, mm -hmm. yeah, you were having a discussion, you've gone home, you've spoken to your friend in the evening, and you're like, oh, do you remember in the gym when we were talking about air fryers? Yeah, I'm getting all these adverts about <laughs> air fryers because they're listening to everything. Yeah, yeah, but people still wouldn't even accept that. No, of course, no, what, no, no, no. What's happening now? Before people weren't accepting that. Mm. Now people have got to the point where. It's okay. It's helping. No, that, me. This is my point. So that's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going back to a time where you can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people are still in denial. Nah, they're not. They're not doing that. They wouldn't do that. They can't do that. It's illegal, yeah. right? But they're doing it. And then it goes so far down the line that everybody's just like, oh well, it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's okay. It's helping me find stuff on Amazon. And I'm like, well, okay. So 
I mean, this is the next thing. So a- Apple um, said quite recently mm-hmm. that they're going to search everybody's phones. Wow. Um, for child pornography. Wow. Okay. Which is great. Well, not necessarily because <laughs> it might actually yeah. say, wait a second, before wait, they, you know it. There's going to be some pictures in there where, I mean, I think they've even said themselves. So if you've got pictures of your kids yeah. um, uh, getting out of the bath and they've bloody exploded the talcum powder everywhere. Yeah. So you've taken a picture of it because it's, it's a funny, funny family yeah, moment. you can show them back 10 years yeah. later. So they've yeah. said that they can filter that stuff out. So they can differentiate between yeah. the harmless and... Well, see, I, I, that's one Stop. side, but the other side I was thinking of... Invasion. Is, well, not even invasion. They could put shit on your, your phone. Oh, they can put shit on your phone. Yeah, and um, before you know it, you're now in a fucking court sitting there going, okay, you're six crowns of child pornography, and you're sitting there going, when did this happen, you know? When mm-hmm. I have all these white kids on my phone. So that's why I can see it happening. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I For me, I try, I try and... Um, I don't know. I, I still... I, as I said to you before, I'm very much for Solution Man. Well, the more we talk about this stuff, the more I realize, similar to that episode we did, we're, we're fucked. Because we are, literally, we are very much in a situation where it's escape this mm-hmm. reality. You you have to find a way. Because my, my mission is to make enough money that I can move to either the Caribbean or somewhere like that where you can just zone out. I want to disconnect from the internet. I want to disconnect from using my phone all the bloody time. Being um, logged in. It's like the Matrix, literally. We oh, are logged in. I would love to be able to tap out, mm-hmm. but we're being tapped out. We're being we're, we're being choked out by we're being choked out from human nature. Yeah, yeah, hundred and ten percent. Yeah, we so, don't know what human nature is anymore. You're walking around with trainers on, yep. shoes on all day. You're not your, feeling your connection's the already gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah from the ground that. anyway. Um, no one looks at the stars anymore. I do. Okay, well, yeah, say no one. We do, yes, buddy. Um, We do. (laughs) There's so many people that are just being directed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. jump. How high? um, Mm. This new technology's come out. Have it now. uh, I've got, I've got all the technology, but it's. I don't want to say the word, but it's. um, I mean, even Rogan talks about it. Everybody talks about it. This idea of um, transhumanization. Yeah, and you can clearly see that that's the direction that we're going in. But who's to say it's a bad thing? It's just a, a, a natural progression. Yeah, but I, I think it's going to be, a, I was going to say, it's going to be a bad thing. It is a bad thing. Because if we lose a connection of the planet and, and Earth mm. and, and, and also the energy system, because I'm, I'm very much of an energy system person, we lose that connection on the basis of we're now trying to connect to the mainframe. You've lost humans. Okay. Completely. We so, are now robots. We are, are oh, now, yeah, we will be. Yeah, completely. We're, 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 we're gone. Mm. Because at the moment... Everything we need in this world, the planet has. Mm-hmm. Everything we need. Yeah, if you want, uh, want food, <clears throat> you want medicine, you can get that from the rainforest. Not this rainforest in this country, but obviously if you went to one of those tropical places, you can get all the stuff. Mm-hmm. We have cut that down completely and said, fuck that. You don't get medicine from that. Take these prescribed tablets and this is going to help you and all the other rubbish. And if it does keep going down that road, before you know it, we're going to be so disconnected from the planet that we're going to be finished as people but we already are disconnected and then what's the going to happen is the planet itself is going to reset yeah we, we already are we'll be uh, wiped out it's um holistic medicine again yes. for an example of that what's wrong with it if it works yeah, yeah, yeah. go with it yeah. but I'm, I'm you hear about so many holistic doctors that have perished in a plane crash car crash committed suicide disappeared on a run mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's like, where? What? All of these people are just disappearing. It's the pharmaceutical market. Do you know how much money? I know how much money's in it, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I'm not. I don't know. Sorry, who it sorry. Is. I'm if, just if, saying. If there's Steve, and Steve's got this whole frigging vibe where he can help you from cancer from taking some herbs. Mm. Hey, Steve, we're coming to your house today, bro. Mm. You ain't coming home. It, That's just how it is. You know, the pharmaceutical market. The it, it's the keep you on, mm. keep you just enough. You know, get you just by. Mm with the pharmaceutical stuff. We're not going to help you um, overcome cancer. Mm. We're going to help you just get over it, but then soon after you're going to need something else. So, so that's what we're going to help you again on that one. And then after that, we're going to help you again. Same with the whole coronavirus. Let's give you a jab. Uh, we've got to get another one. Mm. And then um, maybe in six months, oh, you need to get another one. Mm. And then, um, yeah, maybe in another six months, got to get another one. Mm. For what chemicals you put in my body, that I'm now going to be dependent. You're not, well, you are allowed to ask, but they don't know. Of course, no one knows. What are they going to say? I asked the lady, oh, so what's in it? She goes, oh, well, it's, it's a mixture. Of, this is it. it. It's the AstraZeneca stuff. And you're like, oh, okay, Two cool. Two questions. What's in it? Uh-huh. And what are the long-term side effects? No one can give you an answer. Both answers, I don't know, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which so, says straight away, you shouldn't be taking it. Yeah, so if, you, so if you in your right mind <laughs> then turn around and say, oh, wait, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that person then... Oh, ostracized. You, yeah. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the way it works. Because it's very much of a finger point at the person who stands out. Everyone stands on this side. We've been vaccinated. We want to get yes. our life back. Johnny's not got it. Johnny's dodgy. Johnny's going to corrupt my mum. He's going to get everyone sick. And that's how they kind of look at it. When you kind of think, but, that's how they mate, roll. But again, you I, don't know I, if I've had it or not. I listened to the radio. The guy, Nick Ferrari, in the morning, that's how he was talking to this lady. And the lady was saying, I don't really need to get it. You know, I, I don't want to. I've had COVID. I passed it. I'm okay. And then he was like, oh, lung COVID. You're, you're, you're going to get sick and you're going to, you might die and it's going to have effects. Listen to this lady. Wait a second. Let, listen to the lady. And then he brought another lady on who was talking about lung, lung COVID. And she's like, oh, yeah, I got lung COVID. So then the lady in the encounter, she said, okay, cool. So if I take the vaccine, can I still catch lung, lung COVID? And he goes, uh, yeah. And she goes, okay. Well, then there you go. That's why I'm not getting it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and, then, and then he put the phone down on her. And then went to someone else who was like, oh, yeah, the virus is so it's, it's amazing. It's getting sketchy now. It's Again, beyond sketchy. Listening to talk sport, and I think Jim White was saying, God. Jim White said to Trevor Sinclair, Are you off to get your vaccine later? <laughs> um, you've been vaccinated, Trevor. Yeah. And he said, I'm not going to say. Okay. And Jim was like, We've had it done, haven't you? Okay. And Trevor said, well, It's none of your business. Oh, okay. So yeah, I might have done, I might not have done, but it's yeah, none yeah. of your business. But just by me saying that it's none of your business doesn't mean that I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means it's none of your business. That's it, my private it, medical... It probably lost followers on Instagram Yeah, but that's, time, my, yeah. that's my private medical um, information. And then Simon Jordan started going off on one um, about saying how they're trying to mandate it for professional footballers. Okay. Um, they must have it. And I'm kind of thinking, well, you're going to have to rewrite all of these contracts. Mm -hmm. Surely. Because you can't dismiss someone if they don't want to take it. Yeah. Um, and then if they do get sick, then obviously they can't play. I get that. But then that's their choice, mm -hmm. right? So you'd have to build it into the next contract. But then I'm seeing um, a batch of American footballers because it has been mandated in the NFL. Has it? Yeah. Wow. And the separation over there is crazy. Okay. So it's kind of at some teams are saying um, if you're not vaccinated, you can't use the gym. Wow. So like the NF the the club yeah, gym, yeah, of course, yeah, the, the team the, gym, the hub where we're all yeah. kind of can't use the sauna at the same time as vaccinated players. Wow, can't have your family come visit on game week 
if they're not vaccinated, all of this sorts of stuff. So it's causing a separation in the team anyway. So they're saying if we have to forfeit a game mm -hmm. because of that, because someone's unvaccinated and they catch it. Yeah. So sorry, someone catches it and they're unvaccinated. You have to forfeit the game. Okay. Yeah. So the other team gets the wins. Win, wow. Right. But if somebody who's vaccinated tests mm. positive, they Can don't just... have to forfeit the game. And I'm thinking, what the hell was going on here? Yeah. Yeah, because they can both pass it and they can both contract it. So... Well, that just sounds sketch. I'm, so I'm what's the, pu the, the punishments are different. So there's a, there's a batch of players, I think there's like four or five I've heard of in the last week or so, yeah. that um, are contemplating retirement. Wow. And I mean, the sport pays millions, oh, doesn't no, no, it? Yeah, the, so the it's contracts not, they yeah. sign, you're, they're not you're gonna on be, like yeah, um, 30 or 40 million for five years or yeah. some shit like that. So, you're, you're, so they're well off, yeah, they've yeah. got money, um, but it's their passion and their dream to play in the NFL. Of course, of course. But now they're having to make life choices. Okay, you're telling me to do this. I don't yeah. want to do it. And now I have to leave my job. Wow. So they're actually yeah. leaving. You've had coaches stepping down. See, I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't even know it was... I know they're, they're, they're trying to do something. It's in the pipeline here, mm. which is probably going to go that way where they're going to say... Certain employers are saying, sorry, bro, you can't come in unless you get vaccinated, which is going to probably just kill the the employer market there'll be people just out there with no jobs but um i didn't know it was that bad it's that bad jesus christ but it's um everything that i see anyway it seems to be like it's leading to destruction well, uh, it's, it's gonna happen it's gonna happen i'm just hoping that it's not in my lifetime i know it sounds quite you didn't, i didn't <laughs> think this was gonna happen in our lifetime I, i'm hoping it's not in my lifetime i'm, I'm hoping that um i'm gonna live to the, the right age 80 90 whatever but i'm not gonna see all the shit that's going on that's gonna gonna happen. I'm just gonna plug this in. I mean, it's like I've always said. Ah, oh, beautiful. There's always something. I mean, the news today, for God's sake. Shoot, doesn't affect us in any way. Um, Mendy, the Man City left back. Yeah, what well, we talked about on the on the call when I came down. We did voice notes. He's just done what four? He's been charged with four counts of rape. Oh, he's been charged. He's been charged with four oh, counts of rape, man. and he's in court tomorrow. So oh, it's literally. There's always something. You never know what's around the corner. There's always some breaking news. Yeah. Something that's serious. I mean, I mean that doesn't affect. But we talked about that on the on the while well, I was talking to with the boys on the on the, the voice notes because uh, Giveson. Uh, oh, um, Sigurdsson. I see. Well, yeah. I butchered the man's name there. Gilfie Sigurdsson. Yeah, Gilfie. So he was the guy. We don't know that yet. Well. But I was thinking, is this not the same story? Uh, no, no, it's not because it was Cause child. It, it was child, um, child performing, no, child performing, no, John, child pornography. Okay. Um, he was he was uh, messing around with a girl. who was like fifteen or sixteen or something like that. Right. Okay. I thought it was the same. No, um, not the same this story. Was just them naming the guy. But they didn't name him. I in all our groups, everyone got the WhatsApp and said, oh, "Okay, this is who it is. This is the girl." Do you see the picture of the girl? No. Nope. In the wrong groups, bro. So we've got the pictures, <laughs> pictures of the girl and everything, pictures of him, and you're kind of going, bloody hell, man's not messing around. Well, he is messing around because you're in trouble. But they kept that real hush-hush, the club did, and everyone around it. Mm. And then Mendy... It's because he's been charged. Uh, that's the difference. Okay, and that's why the names came out. Yeah. Sure. Well, Gilfie's not been charged, has he? I don't know what's happened. He, he's that's what not... I mean. So we don't know. So that's probably still being investigated. Okay. But the fact that they think they've got enough evidence to charge Mendy. Yeah. I think that's the difference. So, but the, again, it, everything kind of... Well, it's another story after it's another story, isn't it's it? It's another story after another story, but it all stems back to lockdown. Yeah. Mental health and where people are. Because I'm like, this guy's what, 27? 
I think he's 26, 27. Yeah. And I'm like, how has he gone this far? And now all of a sudden he's been done with four counts of rape all within 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. But he was, because I think that I heard some stories about him in the lockdown where he was flying girls from different countries over to come hang out and party with him in the lockdown. It was because it made the news and they were kind of going, Oh, look at him. He's one of those football players and he thinks he's above the law and all mm. the other stuff. But, um, I don't know. As I said to the boys, I feel sorry for him because those girls, no disrespect, will probably touch upon the Kevin Samuel stuff and all those type of women. But those girls are out for that. They're out to, I'm fingers crossed before I, I, I put my fingers into this or my, my toes into this, but there are girls out there who go out there looking for football players to sell stories. Yes. Yeah. And if you're a football player, you have the ability and the opportunity to pick up all types of women on Nights Out. Yeah, it's a given. There are women out there that see you as a target, not because they want to sleep with you. It's because they want to sell a story which could be, I've had his baby, which is what happened to Carl Walker, which mm. he, yeah, messed him up. Or they want to then say, oh, you raped me and you did this to me and stuff like that. But because they're, 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 they're very fortunate enough that their name doesn't get put in the media, mm. they can then just do it to the next guy and the next guy and the next guy after that. And it puts you in a position. So I'm always in favor of the player. You know, mm. my support and allegiance is always very much to the player first and foremost, because I've seen that happen to my brother where girls just beeline over, tits out, ass out, you know, with one intention. To sell stories on brothers, that's it. So but then, yeah, but then the media facilitates it. Yeah, no, no, they're gonna facilitate though. They're gonna do that, but it's just a shame, and I, I feel really sorry for him. And I hope he's not gonna do prison time. I hope that somehow. Well, if he's done it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, then we do hope because you can't do that. Yeah, no, no, of course. But then, would you be? Well, I was gonna say that, but but then we're going through like the Mike Tyson situation. Mike Tyson got done for for rape. One account. Yeah, but yeah. he got done for rape. Yeah, no, he got done for rape. Um, if you if you heard the story all about the, the incident, because I, I watch a lot of Mike Tyson. Uh, beauty show. Yeah, beauty show. Yeah. She came up. She yeah. came onto him. Yeah, she came up to the room yep. with no panties on. Yeah. So so what do you expect? What, do you, what are you coming up to the room with no panties on? Exactly. Do, do you think we're going to hang out and lie down for a bit? And it's Mike Tyson. Come on. Come on, Mike Tyson at that stage was getting girls. How old was he? What twenty? I think so, around that. He was getting girls. Heavyweight champion. You're the baddest man on the planet. Exactly. So I mean, she's yeah, she's seen a, a, an avenue, and she's um, money signs, money signs. But you know, what I think it happened. I think he was probably a bit rough, and then probably because at that stage Mike Tyson was living, mm. he probably said, "Get your shit, come out of place." Yeah, and probably yeah, yeah. say it in a, in a very yeah, yeah. not nice way, mm. and then she just was. Who don't talk to me like that? Da, 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 mm. Went and saw her friend or her mum, and they said, "You know what? Mm -hmm. Get him." Yeah, get him, and that's what happened. And I, I it's a shame, and I, I, I hope as you but said, it's, it's, but yeah, um, Mendy's not going to be tried in so much the same way as Tyson was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was literally hung out to dry. Who, Mike? Yeah, yeah. bloody uh, racist. Um, uh, what did you, uh, jury. Yeah, um, I'm not going to say that the judge was racist, but they had a very. Um, well, there was a story behind that, which I, I listened to a lot of um, other podcasts and stuff, and they had this guy on. I can't remember the guy's name, and he was talking about that. I think he was the the fight fixer. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the fight fixer. Uh, what Don King? No, no, where well, he's he's involved in this. Mm. But the fight fixer is a guy who helps manage. Um, it's the name he goes by. Mm. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's doing the rounds at the moment. He's trying to sell a book. 
and he's fixed a number of big fights, but he was talking about the Mike Tyson incident, and he said, through the grapevine, Don King had something to do with that, in terms of getting that lady to then go and say that he raped her. Mm -hmm. Because at that stage, Mike Tyson was very much of, fuck Don King, fuck everyone, I do whatever I want, you're not going to cause me any problems, you know? And I think Don wanted to kind of check him, bring him down a notch, you know? Mm -hmm. How do you do that? You've done rape, you're going to prison, you're off the scene, I find another heavyweight, I can manage that guy, and then when you come back out, I help you out, and then we revert all over again. And that's what happened. So it's a shame. I, I feel sorry. If you watched um, Mike Tyson's one man, name. who the fight fixer, Yeah, he was on, did it come up with his name? No. Because he's doing the rounds at the moment. Um, uh, Tyson's one man show. Yeah, he does a, a one man show. I, so think, it, I have, I must have seen it. It's actually quite cool. I was actually quite shocked. Because I took snippets from it and then I sent it to the boys in the WhatsApp and I was like, this is actually quite funny. He's telling his whole story. Yeah. I mean, I've read his book anyway. Yeah, well, the book's um, cool. His autobiography. Yeah. Um, which was nuts. But I mean, just going back to Mendy now and this current time that we're living in where everything's on social media. Um, you just can't do that. I'm not saying you could have done it back in the day because it's all wrong. But it's like these people, A, they think that they can get anything that they want. Because the footballers. Yeah, because they're put on a pedestal. 110%. And then you've got women that are out there, like you said, that are trying to navigate it from a different perspective, which Guys are trying to catch them Charles out. Charles Farrell. Charles Farrell. Yeah. Which are trying to catch them out. Now, because of those type of women, yeah, the footballers should... No. Yeah, yeah, they, they're 110%. But they this, this is potentially something that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. And what you should do is you should, yeah. You, control yourself. Yeah, control yourself, but you check in and you make sure you covered. So if, if I'm smashing this girl and I picked her up, the room's fucking camered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know that sounds a bit weird, but it's camered. I can delete the, the, the footage afterwards, but at least if someone does say, hey, duh, 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 you're going to prison, I say, hey, one second. Here is the video. Mm-hmm. This is me smashing her. This is the angle. This is her saying, hey, buddy, it's fine. Now can I leave? You know, mm-hmm. I think you have to do that because if not, you'll be in these situations and it's always a he say, she say, and majority of the time, the the person they're going to believe is who? The woman. 110%. Mm. You're, you're seen as this football player. Oh, you think you're bigger than you are. You know, you're, you're larger than life. You're a, a prima donna. And she's this innocent girl who you've taken advantage of, and that's what happened. And, and if mm. it gets even worse, and it's a white girl and a black guy, Jesus Christ, my man, you're in the cornfields. Mm. They're hanging you up. It's crazy. That's, that's my point. Is, you're on the front yeah. of the newspaper. That's, Was it a white girl? I don't know. Oh, okay, then it was literally face. breaking news before we came <laughs> okay. here. Um, hanging that, you up on the street, boss. That he'd been done for it, and it's just kind of like, well, boy, what is happening out here? I mean, yeah. Jack Grealish has gone to City. That's a hundred million. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the British transfer record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, a player. Yeah. Um, but then, what, nine months ago, he was public enemy number one when he was driving his Range Rover drunk, like, down the road, smashed yeah, into yeah. loads of parked cars with one flip-flop on. Um, and everybody's having a go at him, saying, who the fuck does he think he is? But, uh, nine months later, he's a hero. Of course he is. He's a hero for England, but yeah, from what did Euros. he actually do for England? <laughs> well, that wasn't his fault. It's um, Gareth. But still, though, he's he, he's come out of that, off the back of that that kind of Euro experience, and he's come yeah. off like a hero, complete. Yeah. But my point being is, so in his mind, yeah, lovely lad, I'm sure. I can't do no but wrong. Could, yeah, untouchable. Yeah, can't do, of course I can Untouchable. Do yeah, yeah. So if you're red carpeted everywhere you go, yeah. and all of this happens, 
that's why you got to be mindful because there are so many dodgy and dangerous women out there. Of course, they're of just course. there to set you up. And yeah. the fo- these guys kind of get blindsided thinking that everybody's there to service them. Of course, yeah, yeah. They just need to have a little step back and and look at it. But and again, the other danger of that is from the other side, um, which I think are wholly uh, immoral. Are I mean, tell people how to live their lives. But um, John Terry's wife, for example. Okay. I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but he was sleeping with his friend's wife. Yeah. <laughs> and instantly afterwards, John Terry's missus is like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm with, I'm gonna stay with him. Yeah, but she stays because there's so much to lose. No, that's, there is so much that's to lose. It. It's, Get it's a backbone. Not, it, yeah, but it's not necessarily... It's, it's how many... I'm trying to think of how many players have cheated on their wife, football players, and then the wife said, you know what, forget that. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm trying to think. See if you can name a player for me. Wayne Rooney? Colleen's still there. Yeah. No, but who's who's left? Oh, left. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's very, very rare that you find a woman who's... Been, most of these women are cheated on. Yeah. Left, right, and centre. You're on... If you're an England player, you're on international duty, going to the amazing places, uh, World Cups, Euros, you're in... Best places in Europe, best places in South America, best place is bound oh, to happen. Um, Greenwood and Foden. Okay. When they got caught in the hotel on international duty. What did they do? They took the Swedish a Swedish girls yeah. into their hotel room, and then they both got ejected from the squad. Yeah. Um, this was in the warm ups before the, okay. the Euros, <laughs> and then they both got left out of the next squad. Okay. Um, Foden's only like nineteen. Yeah. And he's already got a child. Um, since then, he's had another child with the girl. Okay. With his missus. Yeah, but still that's with saying, him. But it's a lifestyle. It's not, they're staying with these guys because of the lifestyle. Mm. Yeah. They're in a position where most of these women are probably not smashing the husbands on a regular basis. Mm. The relationship is probably void. He goes out with the man, them, the boys from the club, and they smash left, right, and center. She maybe, depending on which type of woman is, she probably has some guy that she sees. And that's how it is. Mm. For them to go their separate ways, it's a big divorce. There's big money. There's big stuff that goes on. He doesn't want it to end like that. And she's probably at a position where she's happy, you know? She's she's at the top of the castle. Uh, Adam Johnson. Adam Johnson. Oh, he's playing with kids, wasn't he? Yeah, she's still with him. They've just had a kid. Yeah, is he still in prison or he's back out? He's, he's out of prison. Yeah. He's still with the girl that he was with. Um, that you cheated on okay and they've just had another uh, but then okay so what was she doing what, what job was she doing I don't know well there you go he's he's still loaded yeah well of course he is yeah. well there you go well, well now listen <laughs> she, might be, she might be a lawyer I don't know no she's not uh, I don't know bring it up, watch it. Bring uh, it up. I don't care she, that she, much man she, she works I'm just like, trying to understand the Morrises or something just trying to understand same the mentality same with Colleen Colleen used to work at where wasn't it like one of those uh, they've been together since they were kids yeah, but he's he's and so she she has now accumulated enough wealth herself. Oh yeah, she can go on her own back. But then yeah. I think still she's still very much of he's put me on this pedestal, mm. and if I do leave him and he does, then say I want my I take my surname off your surname. You're nobody. Mm. Literally, you're nobody. You're just Co- Colleen. True. That's it. At the moment, she's Colleen Rooney. Mm. As soon as you put the Rooney part, everyone goes, "Oh yeah, Rooney, that's Rooney's wife." Yeah. yeah. Mm. As soon as that goes, you just disappear. And I don't think she wants to disappear. I think she still wants to have that allure, that mm. that name, that brand around her. And that's why you don't have many women. Hey, did you hear about the story about Scott and Scotty Pippin's um, ex-wife? No. So Scotty was um, doing bits. He was doing his, his doing messing around, and then his wife then decided to get her own back. And then she started sleeping with Future and a few other guys. And Future made a video and stuff. They released the video. 
And then now Scott is kind of going, this is just like really bad, but I want to take you back. She said, no, I don't want to go back out of you. I want half your ship. Mm. She's taking half his money. So they're going for, I think it's a court case now. But then the lady herself, she's good friends with who? Tell me. Kanye's woman. Right, okay. Same circles, these women. Yeah. And these guys are going out with the same sort of women. These women are no good. Mm. These women are about what? Attention, fame, and what can they take? Mm. What are they actually giving you? That's that's mainstream. They're not giving you anything. They, all they're doing is taking from you, taking the energy source. Because remember, you're the person who's bringing in the, the big P. Mm. All they're doing is saying, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, shit. Can we go shopping? Can we do this? And then when they've got an issue with you, ah. Oh, can I have some of those peas? Because I, I, I've been lying on my back for those 20 years that mm. we've been together. Really? I, I don't understand that. Mate, for me, that equation, I, 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 I'm still lost in that. We have courts where they go, yeah, you know, um, I think you should get half the man's money. You didn't kick the football. You didn't do any of the training. You didn't do any of the long, hard years of, of injuries and all the other stuff. But what did um, Bill she, Gates, Melinda Gates... I think she got a decent payoff. Yeah, but the rumor was that he was he was done. D- and d- Bezos as well was he divorced? Yeah, Bezos is Bezos. And Bezos, so, Bezos. She, so she's like one of the richest women in the world. Well, she's a, a, was it a, fla- a philanthropist? What do they call it? Philanthropist. Yeah, so she's. Mm. I, I saw a thing the other day. She goes, "Oh, this is what I do. I, I give money away and I help people out." And I'm sitting going, "Hmm," because the other brother made this this company that's allowed you to have this oh, lifestyle. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, but no, I, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I don't I don't hate on it. If that's a hustle and, and that hustle works for them, good on them. I wish it was the the roles could be reversed mm-hmm. and you could have guys doing that same thing on the, on the same global scale. But it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I think um, the earliest one I heard about that was Ray Parler. Did he get he, done he, over? He got taken to the cleaners. Oh, mate. Poor Ray. Yeah. By his <laughs> missus. And I think that literally nearly put him on his ass. <laughs> oh, shit. He had to start again from scratch. But, you know... Listen, but that shouldn't be the case, though. I'm I'm really miffed on that in terms of because I, I there was another case that came out recently, and I think the numbers that she was talking about in terms of how much she gets per Dr. Dre's wife. Okay, yeah. So it was the figures of how much she wants in terms of for maintenance, child maintenance. Two hundred grand a week, wasn't it? Yeah. And then she was like, "Oh, I want like twenty grand for like um, laundrettes, you know, uh, dry cleaning and stuff." And like I'm sitting, really. How can I don't understand how you can sit in the courts and the judge and and the lawyers can be straight face saying, yeah, this is cool. You know, let's take half the man's money. Let's spend half the money on, on all this itemized nonsense. It's crazy. What are you looking at numbers? No, 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 no. I was just I was looking at something else. Don't worry. What you got? I'm just I got all different sorts of pages open here. Because she minute, pats mate. him down, but these guys get pat down. That's and you know what the funny thing is, all of this stuff kind of then filters onto that manosphere stuff I was telling you about. Right. So we're going full circle. So manosphere itself, let me bring up the definition. So it's a collection of websites, blogs, online forums promoting masculinity, strong opposition to feminism and misogyny. Um, and it's a movement. It's a movement online. Have you come across any of the the Manosphere? Um, only what you sent me. So remind me what the chap's oh, name is. They blame it on me. Jesus no, 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 no. The main guy. What's he called? <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because he's on the cusp of of um, the Manosphere. So he, I would say, he's on who? Uh, Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels. So he's not actually in the centre. Mm-hmm. He's on the outside peering in mm-hmm. so some of the stuff he talks about because he has uh, a podcast so originally his podcast started and it was focused on 
on men. Mm-hmm. How can men be better? How can you improve? How can you land yourself a better looking woman, a, a better lifestyle? And then only as of maybe January, he then changed the narrative. And he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to open the phone lines and let's have women calling. Let's find out women's perspective on relationships, dating, and what do they want in life? So then he starts his, his kind of um, his show as a little uh, subject for the podcast. And then he says, okay, the phone lines are open. Call in and let's see uh, if I can help you with some of your problems. We can discuss some, some topics. We can discuss the topic at hand and let's see if we can go from there. And normally that's how it always starts. But then what you tend to find, especially on his show, is you have these women that they go down these these roads where he asks them questions like, what type of guy do you want? Oh, well, I want a high-value man. And he's like, okay, cool, a high-value man. Um, okay, that sounds fine. And then they say why they want one. And he says, okay, that's understandable. And then he, he goes through all this checklist with them mm-hmm. of what they want. And he says, okay, that's fine. And then, so you've got this whole long list. What do you bring to the table? And that's where a lot of these women fall down. Well, they fall down massively. You want a guy who looks like friggin' a, a god, crazy abs, making six figures, drives an amazing car, and is a gentleman. Yeah, Sports stars. Well, but not necessarily a sports Businessman. star. Yeah, businessman, yeah. high-flying. Role respected. But then what are you giving in return? So then he has these people on and he says, okay, so what are you in return? And oh, you're, you're getting me. And he goes, okay, so so I have all of this and I'm getting you. And then he kind of then goes through a high value man. So he's a high value man. He makes a lot of money and he's, he's a, not a bad looking dude. And, and he says, look, I'm a high value man. And based on a high being high value, I have options. Mm. Yeah. So if I'm just going with you because you look good, there's how many girls that I have the opportunity well, to go with. A live example of that. One of my friends is Shoot. very, very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a child. Okay. So the lady that he was with um, was actually working. Okay. I'm not going to say what she did because then people might cotton on. Mm-hmm. But um, so she was success- successful in what she was doing. And then they had a child. She went on maternity leave. Okay. And then she was kind of like, well, I don't want to go. Back I don't want to go back to work now. Okay. And then my brethren was like. But when we were dating and when we were together, you had all these dreams and aspirations. Yeah. Um, I've still got my dreams and aspirations and I still want to crack on and do them. Yeah. And she was like, well, no, I think we should have another kid and I'll just stay home. Wow. And he was like, you know what? This relationship isn't for me. Okay. And he left. Wow. On that basis, because she wasn't prepared mm-hmm. to do anything other than... Just lie at home. And just, just stay at home yeah, yeah, yeah. and do that. But Which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, homemakers, brilliant. No, no, of course. So it, you, you, you can't knock them, but it's just the fact that um, he almost felt like he was lured yeah, yeah, into yeah. that situation, which he didn't take kindly to. Okay. Um, what You said you were going to do this. You said you were going to do that. She's yeah. like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. So I'm cool. Now you're successful. Yeah. Then I can just... I'm like, cool to just sit here. Wow. And he was just like, I'm not having that. Yeah, no, that's a tough one. But was it, that kind of goes back to the Kevin Samuel stuff. But mm. the difference is these women are saying that before they even met the man. Mm. So at least with that, you, your boys met this woman, you've had the child, and then now she's saying, okay, I don't want to go back to work. Mm-hmm. These women are saying it clear as day before they even met the man that I don't want to work. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I want him to do all these things. And then I, I'm just, I pretty myself and I do this thing. And then he kind of keeps going further with the questions. And he's like, okay, cool. So if all you're giving him, is what beauty and sex you can pay for that 
Mm. You know, what are you actually providing? Are you giving anything? Um, are you building something? Are you helping? But what, why, why, why is this a movement then? All well, of a sudden, because there's, there's surely there's guys out there that that's their dream, isn't it? No, not necessarily. So, okay, so Kevin Samuels gets parked. We go Kevin Samuels to the side. Yes, yeah. he as I said he's on the cusp of Manosphere. Manosphere okay. is. It's got so many different areas where it's very strong opposition to feminism mm -hmm. to the point where it's like, I hate women type stuff. That's how some of the guys are speaking. So you've got videos of guys practically just vile stuff about women this, women that, women that. And it's quite, it's very easy to to go down the rabbit hole, if you, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but then again, we're talking about division again, aren't we? No, no, it's a lot of division. You've got, but it, it's just counteracting all the stuff we have for women. Yeah. So you've got loose women. You've got, um, in America, I think they've got, uh, is it The Voice? Not The Voice. With Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah, something like uh, that. Yeah, I don't know what it's With called. all the women on the panel. Mm. So they have, how many different shows like this? You've got YouTube, we can go through where there's just women sitting on desks, bitching about guys and guys need to do this guys it's just the reverse of that okay um there's different areas of the extremity of how extreme some of the language can get then they have certain areas where it goes into like pickups guys teaching other guys how to pick up women mm. so I, I stumbled upon one the other day where there's a british guy talking to guys from different countries i in saudi arabia in india in in japan black guys and they're talking about how easy it is to, to pick up chicks mm. And I'm sitting going, this is crazy. They, they're actually promoting stuff like this. All you're doing now is destabilizing relationships. Mm -hmm. Because if we're just giving guys tools on how to, and it's not pick up chicks to date, this is pick up chicks to smash, mm -hmm. purely smash. We're causing people to, as you said, more division. You know, mm -hmm. it should be about unity. It should all be about boyfriend, well, girlfriend, and, and husband, wife, and, and building a family. But a lot of this stuff is very much... It's, it's to destabilise that. It is to destabilise, because you've got the manosphere yep. stuff, you've got feminism, yep. and then you've got LGBTQ+. Yeah. And the rest, I'm not too sure, so forgive me if I've missed anything there. But it, it it's kind of women's rights yep. are now being restricted yep. and pulled back in place of trans rights yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of taking a precedent. Yeah, yeah. So all I ever see is these different things popping up for sections of um, communities to be able to say we've got a voice yeah, yeah, yeah but collectively we all we all need a voice and we all need to work together but we don't have it. a collective voice it's very much of i i i i i we need to talk about our things rather than the collective it's yeah it's it's weird it's it's it, it's um i don't know it, it's strange and because i went down the rabbit hole with this stuff and mm. i'm very much an extremist so if i like something or i find something interesting i then carry on watching stuff and YouTube's one of those things where you watch one thing, finish that, and before you know it, it opens another video, another video, and before you know it, you end up in a sphere of just randomness, you know? Mm. And it just, it threw me because I didn't even know this was a movement itself. This is a, a, a guy movement. This is a men's movement. But it's not, again, a, a men's movement that's healthy, you know? Guys sitting in a room talking to each other about how to pick up chicks and that hate women and and women are just using guys for for this and that it's very easy but this to... is where you get the extremism yeah it was so extremism comes from all with different sorts yeah, yeah. of groups so i think the the guy was it plymouth yeah i was about to say the same he yeah. was uh and i think he's called an incel so invol um involuntary uh celibacy celibacy yeah it means he's not gonna get late yeah um <laughs> and then oh, again 
his videos came out too quick for me. I, I didn't see the videos. What I videos? Some vid his own videos. His own, his own, okay. his own videos. Yeah. Um, explaining how he feels and he's just killed God knows how many people. Mm -hmm. He killed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, he killed himself. himself. Yeah, yeah. He took himself out. Didn't know if he got killed or if he killed himself. He took himself out. So he took himself out. Instantaneously, his videos were all over the internet. Okay. Of him saying, oh, "I hate women." Um, I was fat last week. I'm fat this week. Okay. Nothing changes for me, and I'm like, what? I don't know. I'm just so distrusting but and skeptical of everything. I'm kind of like, why is this happening? Yeah. Now, and why is it being pushed down our throats? Well, it's it, well, this this manosphere movement is very much being pushed. Mm. It is very much men, 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 men. What about me? What about men? It's being pushed at the moment. Um, I I don't know why. Literally, I don't know why, because for me, it should be we retract from that and we work on that whole unity. But I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a weird one because I've watched a lot of stuff online recently with the Manosphere stuff. And you just kind of go, I'm lost that this stuff hasn't been shut down or people haven't reported this stuff to say this is you're going to get violence from this. You know, mm. guys hating women, mm -hmm. you're going to get violence. There's going to be issues. And then look, this guy killed people. And there's how many other stories of in the UK that's happened and a bit further in America as well. So I don't know. It's it just, it's alarming, but I think the, it's the internet's a problem, man. Um, the internet's a problem, bro. It's a big old place. It's a problem, man. Well, it's, a, it's a problem. And we're now feeding into that. I mean, this whole, uh, again, division, 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 taking a knee. Okay. Right. So football, empty stadiums, everybody started taking a knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one can boo that because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no one there. Of course. So the minute that we go back... Oh, it's booing. There's booing. Yeah, yeah it's booing. Um, you've got the players and the management teams saying that this isn't anything to do with BLM. Yep. Um, this is purely a stance against racism yep. in football um, and discrimination, so that's why we're taking a knee. Yep. Um, some black players are not taking the knee um, and evidently they just stand up, um, but they say that they're standing up for their rights. Yep. So why should we bow to anybody? Let's stand up. So I can see both sides of the argument. Yeah. Ivan Tony being one of them plays for Brentford. Yeah, Zaha's another one. Yeah, so they stand up. Yeah. And I get that. But ultimately, I'm seeing it as a tool that's been introduced mm -hmm. on the internet yep. in order to cause division. Yeah, well, it, it is causing a hell of a lot of division. But I, for me, I find it alarming. And it's alarming in the sense of the knee doesn't affect anyone, doesn't hurt anyone. However, you have views from people as if it has. Well, the people that are booing mm -hmm. are racist. Yeah, 100%. That's it. Well, you have to be racist. Don't argue with me about anything. No, You're you, racist. You have to be racist. For you to sit down and say to, because I listened to a lot of stuff after the Euros, mm. where people were saying, oh, yeah, no, it's because they're supporting uh, the BLM movement. And you're kind of going, okay, so Harry Kane and the Union team are supporting the BLM movement. Yeah, mm -hmm. really? Mm -hmm. When did that happen? Mm -hmm. You know, and you've got people with this on the internet. I'm sure these might be bots or, or whatever it is to try and create even more division, but mm -hmm. it's just nonsense. It's, it, it's the narrative that they push. So I think Kaepernick took the knee. Yeah, first man. Yeah. Yeah. Now, remind me when George Floyd got killed. Oh, it's a lot later. So what does Kaepernick taking the knee have to do with George Floyd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So everybody's attributing taking a knee... To George Floyd. To George Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And BLM. Well, Kaepernick just got right, run over there. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and, it, and, it, and I'm like, listen, 
they're telling you to your face. Yeah. We're kneeling. For be- a reason. Be- because yeah, yeah. Um, my forefathers and everybody else, John Barnes, banana skins thrown at them when they're playing. Yeah, but then John Barnes is coming out saying, I'm not- he, He's, yeah. Yeah, he, he, don't get me wrong, I love John Barnes to bits, but I think with stuff like that, that's where you have to, you work with the collective. Yeah, but my point being is that some people can, John might be able to take that, mm-hmm. um, but people watching it might be more offended by that action than John yeah, yeah. was actually offended by it. Of course. So I think he ate it or he threw it back. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, he did sound like that and just was like, yeah, cool, um, whatever. We're doing it for that. We don't want bananas on the pitch. We don't want people booing. We don't want um, black players being singled out because they've missed penalties. Yeah. Um, it's a collective. And I mean, that's the biggest thing that I took from the Euros is how successful we were and you can literally as a black man especially um go out in the street walk mm-hmm. down the road smart anyone that walks past yeah. you you right mate yeah, yeah, yeah. don't know them and yeah, they're like come on England. It's good, feel, yeah, good feel good yeah. feeling and everybody's yeah. cool yeah. yeah the minute mm-hmm. um that we missed the last penalty yeah was it sancho that missed the last no saka yeah saka yeah, so, so saka, saka missed the Rashford. last penalty uh, Jaden Sancho, Sancho yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So when as, as soon as that got saved, oh, you knew it. I said, to, I said to my missus, yeah, watch problems, bear racism from now. Yeah, yeah watch. Yeah. I put it in one of my groups. Watch what happens now. Um, why did this have to happen? And then um, one of my friends that was in the group um, has turned around and said, "Why do you make everything about race?" Okay. And I said, "I don't make everything about race." <laughs> yeah. I said, I'm simply saying, what's going to happen? Watch the out, watch yeah, yeah, yeah. the the fallout from this, the outcry. Yeah, I'm saying this in a private group. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I can say it now after the fact, but I'm not airing this with everybody. I'm not on social media saying watch what happens now. Yeah. I'm in a private group with friends, so don't come at me like that saying you always say this because I don't always say this. I back it up with facts and, and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, lo and behold. No, I said the same because yeah. I was I was speaking to my dad. We watched the uh, the first half, and I was like, "We're going to do this, you know. Mm. We're going to do this." And then and then when they scored, I was like, "Oh, okay, we might be able to do this." But it's still on. And then when it went to penalties, my dad called me back and he said, "You know what? If those boys miss the penalties, they're in trouble." And I was like, "Nah, it's not going to be as bad as that. It'll be all right, you know. It'll be all right." And then when Rashford missed, I was like, "All right, cool." And then I saw it was. Uh, Jaden, and then afterwards it was uh, Saka, and I was like, "Shit, free black boys!" You know, this is probably not going to be good. And it was just, yeah, because I got the message straight away, the, the racist stuff in, in the groups, and I was just like, "Fucking, that's what people are saying already." You know, this yeah, is the yeah. same night. So this like, is my point. It's mad. The good feeling, so the good vibe factor. Yeah. The, with the build up. Yeah. So yeah. I'm walking down the road. It's hey hey. There's a couple of white guys walking towards me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works for... People only think that black people are scary, right? But I'm <laughs> telling you, sometimes I'm walking down the road... Of course. And there's a group of white guys yeah, on the yeah. other side or on the same side as me. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I feel a bit funny. Yeah, I'm yeah like, of course, of course. And especially with the football going on, people are charged up. Yeah, but They're on stuff, they're larger than life. You, you never know how it's going to go. In the build-up, though, yeah. more time you could be like, you right, mate? And they're like, yeah. No rah, problems, rah, rah. yeah. Less than 24 late hours later yeah, I can yeah. walk down the same street and be in fear of getting an absolute kick in yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because someone that. that I don't know yeah, missed a penalty, penalty yeah. in a game which actually doesn't even matter 
Like in the grand scheme of things, no, of course it does. Football never it doesn't actually matter to your life or exactly. Or anything. It's not going to affect anything that I do, but I have to watch my back now. Yeah, because of something that a young, uh, a nineteen-year-old kid said the unfortunate like to miss the penalty. To no, miss no, the penalty. I'm with you. I, I had that same feeling because I w- had the euphoric feeling the day before. I was, as I said, talking to everyone. Oh yeah, it's wicked. And then the next day, I felt weird, you know, because I I'm staying at the moment. I'm the only black brother around. So mm. I, I left the, the, the place and I was just kind of going, how is this going to go? You know, I normally say hi to these people with the dog mm. thing. Are they going to like, is it, is it going to talk to me? And it just felt kind of, there he is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel a bit on edge. And a I think sucker. the people that, that they were looking at me kind of going, they're a bit on edge. And I'm kind mm. of going, what do I say? Do I just, and I was like, hey, how's it makes it them feel awkward. Yeah. But this is the thing as well. I mean, the majority of it, because they were like, oh, we're going to crack down on, and again, this all ties into what we were saying earlier yeah. about there being one perspective and mm-hmm. one truth. Um, they were saying, we're going to track down the people online. We don't know why the internet, um, the social media companies aren't doing anything to stamp this out and blah, blah, blah. They could have done if done they it. could, yeah, they, they, they would have already done it. Yeah, if they, they wanted to. They've of not. They they've can. not done it. So, and then they come out and they say, "Oh, out of the sixty um, messages that were online last night, forty of them yeah. were from overseas." And I'm thinking to myself, "You never heard of a VPN? Yeah, which scrambles up like your location of course, of course, and where you come from. Like, work it out." And then another majority of them will be. Um, bots yeah and of course there is bots and from then, china from russia from all places when i started looking at that i was kind of like these bot farms yeah if it, people don't know about the bot farms like how they can sway opinion and especially during elections and stuff like well, that. well that's what happened in america didn't it is you've got if people don't know what they are so these bot farms you'll have like a thousand phones yeah all linked up and in sync to the same phone and then Whatever the message is that you want to put out. So you might be saying, oh, I can't believe people don't want to get vaccinated. They disgust me. Yeah. But that same message will be sent out on a thousand Spread. phones to different, that's for a thousand different accounts with different demographics and different like makeup of people. Yeah. And then people then start interacting with that in the replies mm. and arguing with, with each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we've now um, turned science into a new religion, mm-hmm. which is now going to take over all other religions. Yeah. Yeah. So religion being a man-made construct in itself, mm-hmm. for whatever purposes, back in the day, and now being shunned and pushed aside, yep. and what's, what's replacing it is science, and you're not allowed to question the science. I think uh, one of my daughters said to me the other day, um, what is this? Yeah. The planet, like, where does it come from? How did it begin? And I said, oh, the Big Bang. And I said, however, <laughs> that's only a theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's There's so many theories. Yeah, I said, it's a theory. Yeah. So we don't actually know. Of course. Um, so everything, uh, a minuscule, I don't know, um, of a grain of sand or whatever it is, has then exploded mm-hmm. um, into all matter in the universe and has created everything that we've got. Yeah. Okay, everything's carbon-based. And so when I say to you girls that you're made out of stardust, we're literally made up of the same... Yeah, we compromise to the same um, minerals and everything else that mm-hmm. is in the universe. Um, and she's only nine. Okay. <laughs> and uh, she says to me, but how do we know that it actually started? Yeah. And I was like, 
fucking hell. But it's man. more. There's always going to be more I questions. Was like, you're so, you're, I said you're very deep, but I was like, <laughs> do you know what? I was like, I thought I nailed it with my answers. What you thought? <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, I nailed it. Um, but then I was thinking that's a fair question to ask, and with her growing up, yeah. I want people to ask those questions of course, and yeah, work yeah. their way towards the truth rather than us being told this is the answer. This is the answer. But then yeah. I turn around and say it's a theory. Mm-hmm. No, 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 that's the answer. But that's yeah. a theory. Yeah. So if I give my own opinion and my theory, come on. And then we've got to back it up with some sort of facts. Of we've course, got to do some sort of evidence-based... Um, well, we never really get to that stage anyway. We never get to that stage. Yeah, we'll never get um, there. And the scary thing with that is um, the owner of Google that I saw, I saw a video of him. Okay. If it's still the same guy now. Um, but they said, so I think this was like shortly after the inception of Google and they were interviewing and they're talking about it. And he was like, um, so the interviewer said to him, um, what's next okay. for the Google search engine? Yeah. And he said, oh, to eradicate all the bugs. Yeah. And the guy was like, what bugs does it have? And he said, well, the biggest bug that it's got is that when you type in a question, mm-hmm. it gives you a thousand or a million answers. Okay. They're bugs. <laughs> Any answer more than one is a bug. bug. So, what? Well, ideally, if you type in what is dun, 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 yeah. Google will give you one answer. Okay. And that is the answer. Yeah. So, but again, it's on the internet. It, it's media driven, and they they provide the narrative. But yeah. then, what sits behind Google? Who owns Google? Yeah. Who's got shares? Who's got interests in Google? And all of this sort of stuff. So, if there is only one answer, yeah, there's a there's a then being pushed, and I'm not allowed. Yeah, and I'm not allowed to ask or look challenge at, it or challenge it. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. are we going? But we. Yeah, that's why we keep going back to that line I said, and I probably will keep saying that we are fucked. <laughs> the only way you survive this is you disconnect, unless you've made enough money and you're fortunate enough to make enough money that you can escape from this, head to the Amazon or someone like that, and build your little condo. What do you think would happen if you did that? What do you think would happen if everybody on your street but everyone, with, a, with a front garden yeah. started cultivating their own fruit and veg in their front garden yeah. and put um, a barrel in the back garden collecting rainwater, yeah, yeah. filtration system set up? What do you think would happen? Well, the news will be promoting all types of stuff of that. It's all dangerous and all the other mm. stuff. And then soon enough, there'll probably be people coming around and spraying stuff over the fences yeah. and contaminating the water. But that's why you get out of here. You leave the UK. You leave America. You find one of those islands. So the Great Awakening is what you're talking about. Yeah, you escape this. Because I don't see anything. We've talked now. We've talked multiple times. It's just getting worse. And we're at the, the beginning stage. Mm. Yeah, we're at the beginning stage. Soon there will be more rules, more regulations, more you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't eat this. It will get to a point where we are constrained and we are forced. Why? Because that's how it works. No, I know it's how it works. But, <laughs> but So people want to talk about the New World Order. Mm-hmm. It's control. I don't know if it's real, don't know if it's fake. Yeah, it, I'm just saying what I hear. But it's um, control. You, have you read um, 1980? I've read 1984 and I'm currently reading Behold a Pale Horse. Oh, I don't know this one. Um, so who... Oh, let's have a quick look. It's because on my phone, but my phone's recording, so I can't... I um, read 1984 for the first time the other day and I was quite shocked. Don't get me wrong, it's the extreme of extremes. But some of the stuff, I was sitting there going, wait a second, we have some of that stuff going on at the moment. 
Yeah, so this is so this is my thinking behind it, right? Go okay, on. so uh, Behold a Pale Horse is read, uh, written by William Cooper. Okay. Okay, but the stuff that he's talking about in there with One World Government, New World Order, I'm like, this is the one, this is the conspiracy theory yeah. of all conspiracy theories. But he points out factual stuff and stuff that's already gone by. Okay. And explains how it happened yeah. and who was involved and who was pulling the strings. But even when you all in this book, yeah. But even when you're confronted with it, yeah, and it's factual based evidence, people still won't take it on, accept it. Yeah, no, of course, because I think as soon as you start taking it on and you start realizing, your eyes open up that you are fucked. <laughs> I've said that quite a few times, but it is. I've watched quite a few documentaries of how they they um, assassinated certain people in different countries and all the other stuff. And then they explained, they had CIA guys explaining why they did this and it was to destabilise the currency or to do this. And you're sitting there going, Jesus Christ, that's insane. Do you know how much bloodshed and, and how much sadness and destruction you've caused to then push a polit political or power, power move that's going to get you further in life? And that's happened throughout years. You know what I'm saying? That's happened, and it's probably still continuing now, the Afghanistan stuff and the next war thereafter. It will be the same. And when you start opening your eyes on that, you start realising even more that we are in a... I saw uh, a good meme, what? was it? The meme the other day, um, 20 years... The USA military spent 20 years in Afghanistan. Yep. Spent billions of dollars. Spent trillions. Spent trillions of yeah, dollars. Trillions, bro. And replaced the Taliban with... The, the Taliban. Taliban. Yeah, I saw the same. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, but I knew that from the get-go. Okay, well, I didn't know that. It's only, I didn't know that, but it's only when I saw that, I saw that meme. The phony wars is what I mean. Okay. So you, you, you're there and you hear about all these CIA guys talking about mm -hmm. uh, guarding poppy fields and the transportation of um, drugs into American, over American borders and what have you. And then big cases where people have been arrested yep. that work for the government, and it's all factual and it's all true. Yeah. But still, we trust them. But it was, it's a grab anyway. That was a, a massive grab. The Afghanistan thing was a grab. It was quite funny that because I was listening. Obviously, I'm telling you, I should get like a, a t-shirt and stuff. But they had the soldiers calling in, and some of the soldiers were broken because they were just like, "We were there for twenty years," and. I've come back, I've seen friends miss arms, miss legs, some guys never came back. And we didn't achieve anything. We didn't build up the country. In we less than a week. Yeah. We didn't. It's been overthrown yeah. in less than a week. Because they weren't but. there to build the country up. They weren't there to actually support the country. They were there to, as you said, the poppy fields and extort as much as we can from this country. And then once they we've weren't. done... Huh? They weren't there for that. What were they there for? Well, you tell me. They won't admit that, will they? Oh, no, of course not. But that's what yeah. they were there for. Yeah, well... They were there from, from time for that. Wasn't it in one of the Rambo films? It was. Rambo. It was, man. I think it's Rambo 3, it might have been. I think that any film now yeah. that I'm watching, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you look at everything completely differently. Uh, great film that I watched the other day. Not Rambo 3? No, nah, not Rambo 3. <laughs> Bloody um, good film, boy, I tell you. The Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so how have I not, knowing me, how have I not seen You've that You've not film? seen Kevin in the Woods? Not since 2012 when it came out. Yeah, Kevin Woods. And I was watching it and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, this, what? It's a cool concept. I was, it's a, it's a great concept. Yeah, cool but, concept. Um, 
there's a whole there's a plethora of truth in there. Well, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there is, I'm and it's sure just the is. way that they've put it together. But um, I, the, I bought the reason I brought that up is um, I wanted to ask how was the the film going with you, mate? Because you've just recently just finished the film, haven't you? Boot up. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. It was good. Um, it was six months of um trying to put a film together in the pandemic. Mm. So that means it initially starts. We start from the, the initial stage. So I was in Devon. Uh, en route back from, I think en route back from the beach, darkness all around, looking up at the stars, and I was like, you know what would be really quite cool? Why don't we put together a film, base it on, similar to the story I've just had here, so guy and girl are in the middle of nowhere, have a lovely night, and then the girl wakes up in the morning, and the guy's gone. Mm-hmm. And then the story begins from there. And I was like, okay, cool. Get on the, get on the phone, leave a voice note to Eugene, Spoke to Eugene, and before you know it, we started building the film. Did the auditions via Zoom, which mm-hmm. um, has its benefits, and then it also has some really bad cons, i.e. you don't actually get to see what the actors look like, mm-hmm. height and, and size and all the other stuff. But it was what we could do at that present time. Sorted that out, um, organised some fantastic locations in Brighton and Crowborough, butchering the name, but that's just outside Brighton, in between Gatwick and also Bryson, um, and and it was a wicked experience, man. It's a mm. second film. Um, there was loads of like highs on the film. The locations were banging. Some of the scenes we've got are just wicked. Seriously, really, really cool scenes. The story's good. The song for the film itself is really, really good, and mm-hmm. it works well. And um, we had the the actors sing some of the songs. Some mm-hmm. guys could sing, some guys couldn't sing in the auditions. Um, but then we had a number of lows, you know. My style and approach um, sometimes can be mis... Um, uh, I was going to say mis... Uh, conceived. Not misconceived, mm-hmm. but mistaken. You know, not mistaken, but taken wrongly, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So I'm very passionate. I'm very out there. I'm, I'm, hey, we can do this. We can do that. We can do that. And not everyone's like that. And sometimes that rubs people up the wrong way sometimes. You know, for me, I'm very much of... We, we'll get there, you know, rather mm-hmm. than, oh, no, it shouldn't be done or we can't do this. I'm like, no, no, we're going to get there. It's mm-hmm. very forward, very driven. Much in terms of uh, on-set stuff, I've learned loads. Um, in terms of, like, managing um, people, I'm also putting the film together and stuff like that and working out contracts and stuff. So I've learned loads of pros. I've learned a lot of stuff for myself. I need to maybe drop my enthusiasm sometimes mm-hmm. and also learn that not everyone's like you mm-hmm. and also understand that if your goal is to make a, a banging film not everyone else is as passionate as you because they've not invested the time, mm-hmm. the money in it. So you've got to understand that and and, under- um, and go from there. It's ultimately the vision of the director as well. 100%. Which is what we're going with because I've just finished a short film myself as well. Nice. Which I was acting in. I wasn't part Behind. of the production yet. Yeah. So, but again, when the director was saying certain things to me, I was thinking to myself, do I want to do that? Okay. His is his film. Yeah, 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 and I've applied to be in it. Unfortunately, I got the part. Yeah. Now, who am I to question him? Because did you question him afterwards? That's how it should be. After the scene, that's how it should be. Yeah, and then he said, "Do you want to shoot it again?" Yeah, and I said, "If we've got time, let's shoot again." You look at them both. Yeah, the final edit's yours anyway. And then we go. From so there. even if you discard what we've just redone, yeah, it's your decision. Um, but yeah, being professional on set is um, it's key. It, it's key. It's key because you never know where anybody's going to end up. Hundred um, percent. And it's literally just a case of I don't know, mate, year, two years down the line, someone that you've worked with mm-hmm. 
might blow up and say, oh, do you know what? I had a good experience with this person. He's yeah. sound, you know, I put him forward. Mm-hmm. 100%. going to put him forward. So 100%. that's only what it comes down to. But when's your... Um, When's it all done and dusted? Do we know? Um, so I spoke to the editor yesterday because mm-hmm. we had a few issues. There was a few scenes where it was just a bit too light. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposed to be shooting night scenes and the footage we got was just a bit too light. But the editor on board is a sound guy, seriously. And he's managed to to change the temperature on some of the scenes so it just looks a lot, light, uh, a lot darker and it's going to represent 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning. But the film mm-hmm. should be done in the next, what, two, two and a half weeks? Mm-hmm. We're adding the music to it at, at present, and then we're going to try and do a rap party where, I don't know if it's going to work, but we get a projector mm-hmm. in in a bar, maybe the bar that we used in Bryson, projector, all the cast and crew of the guys who want to come, mm-hmm. and we watch the film back. I never know, but I, I think we're on nine o'clock, man. We're over that, mate. Jesus. And we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> it's been It's been awesome, as always. Good catching up with the big man. I'm Mike. I'm Johnny. And episode 20. 19. We'll be with you soon. Oh, we'll be, sorry, man. As always, man. Fucking jumping in. Always right. ahead. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, buddy. <laughs>